Welcome back to Vice and Villainy. I know it's been a while since we've had a new episode, but sometimes life just gets busy. Starting today and continuing over the next few weeks will be a departure from our normal format. The streamed game I run is on hold until March or so, but I wanted to keep the players engaged, so what follows is a series of short one-on-one sessions. Depending on my availability and response, this may be something that continues even when the game returns. I hope you enjoy it. This is Vice and Villainy, reporting on the criminal and mysterious. We are your source for the stories that shape your world. Okay, here we go. So it's winter time in Suzale. The warm days of fall have given way to the cooler days and sort of past that into the cold days. Um, it's it's that 50-50 mix where it, it could be cool one day but cold the next. And it's one of those cold days. The sky's gray. Um, there's a, not a mist or a fog hanging in the air, but there's a heavy wet feeling in the air. There's no rain, no snow, um, but it's kind of like the clouds have lowered themselves down a little bit into the port town of Suzale. And you've left the office and you are walking through town. Um, it's kind of like a, a half wagon wheel almost. Um, the main promenade through, through Suzale is, is kind of like a hemisphere. Um, above that is all the noble houses and uh, palace and all of that, but below that is the rest of the city. I'm kind of coming out from a radius from there. Um, and it's a mix of houses and building, or houses and um, businesses. And on the sides, there are these uh, um, kind of like inventory storage houses. And that's where a lot of the trade passes through. It's almost like uh, they'll bring stuff into these, like whatever company is running it, if there's a shipment coming in, it comes into their little area first and then they distribute it out from there. It's like a little distribution center based on their companies. And then the the, the sea, the well, it's not the sea, it's actually a lake, it's the Dragonmere, is to the south of the city. And you begin walking down kind of one of the outspokes past the promenade and you reach the main thoroughfare on the east side of town, heading south toward the location that you've been given. It's not the greatest area of town. It's the buildings. Some of them are, are okay, but some of them are like boarded up. Um, and the people who kind of walk on this side, if they do live there, um, they've seen better times. But 
for the most part, it seems to be people who kind of work out in this area. And it looks like anywhere from soldiers to mercenaries to like the workers that work for these larger companies. Um, there's a couple of like, taverns and restaurants as you kind of come down and pass. And you, you start to come down further south into close to the area that you were given. You see a place called the Spicy Icy. There's a young girl kind of in the window. Uh, you see her working in there. It's a very simple storefront. It's like you, it's like one of those you just walk up, order, and then they give it. They give you your your frozen treat. And near there, across on the other side of the street, is the location that you were given to to start at. It looks like no one would be in there. The building looks abandoned. Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, Terrence Cattleman will um, sit over on a park bench next to the Spicy Icy, um, kind of fiddling with some um, parchments and taking them out, looking at them quickly and rolling them back up. And um, He looks up at the Spicy Icy and look up at the menu and kind of looks behind the girl and sees different um, offerings that they would have and uh, would kind of nod his head just thinking about what his selection would be and uh, walks up to the, the young girl at the Spicy Icy and uh, just places an order. Um, he's, he orders a, a cone of, of just flavored ice. I'm going to go with her preference on the flavor. You know, what is, what's your favorite flavor, dear? Oh, gosh. Well, right now I'm kind of partial to, it's a mix of, of raspberry and cayenne pepper. It yes. sounds kind of gross, but it actually is really good. That seems like it would take the chill off the day a little bit, being that it is a chilled thing, but adding some spice. I'll do a small one of those if I can. Oh, we only have one size. <sighs> okay, well that sounds great to me. And she's like, that'll be uh, half a steel piece, please. All right, and he fuddles around and he's like, oh, and he goes into um, one of his pockets, glaring, like just glancing back at the um, door where he was supposed to go again. Uh, do I see any movement from that place at all? Okay. He pulls it out and slides it to her and he just kind of waits for her to bring the tasty treat back to him. Okay. And a short while passes and she comes back and kind of in this wooden cup, so to speak, uh, it's very thin, but it's kind of neat. You haven't seen anything like it before. It's just filled like shaved ice, effectively. And it's this white and red mix. And then you see these like swirls almost of like a darker red where like the cayenne looks like it's swirled through. And there's a straw in it. She kind of slides it across and says, let me know, let me know how you like it. Oh, I, I, I will very much. Um, do you also have a spoon by chance? Um, we don't. Okay, fair enough. Usually people just kind of, and she like motions to like holding it in her hand and then taking a bite out of it. Um, I go ahead and prepare a napkin, um, a little cloth, and go and drape it over my shoulder and um, go and strum my beard towards her and say, well, this is this is going to be something and I will, I will not face you while I do it because you might find it disgusting as, you know, I'm going to dig in and I go and sit back on this little park bench and I bury my face into this icy tree putting the straw aside and going face first, coming back, drizzling down my salt and pepper beard and dripping onto my little V-neck um, wool shirt that I have. Um, I pushed my traveling cape aside 
take a few bites and I see nothing else from the uh, facility that I was looking. Uh, not right now. There's there's some people walking down the street. Um, they look like common workers and just regular people. But there's there's no no movement. You do you do see what looks like a boarded up door, kind of. It, it's like a, a a storefront that shares a front with multiple buildings. It's like all the buildings are kind of put together, and it's one big front that's kind of been boarded up. So you're not quite sure like which door leads to what, but you see one. What looks like, you know, you see some hinges on it and, and the door is there and it, it looks nicer than it should for where it is. The door looks nicer than yep. it should. I'm going to take a few bites out of my drink um, or my slushy, and then bring the kind of do a glance around wiping my beard off and tell her it's fantastic. This was perfect, has a perfect amount of heat to it. And I wipe my beard off, tucking it back in and going to position the straw to take a sip as I um, saunter across the street closer to the door mm-hmm. and and you said it's boarded up how many boards are like think of just like it's it's a brick building but wherever there would be windows there are boards nailed up um, and the door is kind of the same way they've got like a door but in front of it they've got a couple like at the top there's a piece of wood and at the bottom there's a piece of wood but it, you can easily step over and go under it should you want to mm-hmm. uh, you get the idea that it's more for the appearance of being boarded up mm-hmm. than for actually being boarded up okay. or someone has taken the other ones down to, to get in and out and the door swings in okay um so terence is gonna blaze back up against the wall next to the door and just be sipping his beverage and he's gonna bring one hand down with his cloak you know into his cloak that he has brushed to the side and go back and turn the doorknob and see if it is locked it's not he takes a, a look around seeing if anybody's even paying attention as he pushes it slightly open and as he's done before slips in um, between the two boards um, used to you know this kind of Roll, roll a d20 for okay. effectively we're going to have you do like a this is like a stealth um see how sneaky you can get into 18 18 so that's definitely a success um so yeah no issues no one sees you go in um you kind of slip in and as if you're looking at the door the door would push in into the left so then if you kind of slide in with your back to the door you would be kind of coming in with your left side facing in um, and positioned actually in front of you is a desk with what appears to be a an elf sitting there head down but awake okay i slide in and close the door behind me as softly as possible and i bring up my cup and bring my cloak background to where both hands are exposed and kind of take a glance around the room is there um, anything to script in the room that would it's basically like like a effectively it's been built as like a little receiving area like a reception area almost it's very small there's nowhere to sit the wall like the door basically opens to a wall and then there would be like this little desk area behind it where the elf is sitting who still hasn't looked up by the way and then there's the hallway stretches out down to your right. 
and then there's a hallway it looks like it ends there and then it goes back to the, like to the left somewhere so you go right and then you can turn left but that's all you can see okay i'm going to finish my drink and slide the cup into a little pouch um, that i have and looking over at the elf i'm going to saunter silently down the hallway just to see what i can see as it goes to the first turn. I need you to roll for two things. First, I need you to roll d20. Tell me what you get. Nine. Okay, that is a tough choice. So when you finished your your drink, you're able to drink it all, but you get a little brain freeze going on. Okay. So I'm gonna give you an option. You have two things that you can, you can choose one of these two things. You can lose a hit point. Okay. Or you can make an audible, like, oh, sound from the brain freeze hitting. I'm going to choose to lose a hit point. Okay. So as the brain freeze sets in, you grimace and you don't, you don't say anything. Now I need you to roll another 20 to see how stealthily you can, if you can make it past this elf. Another nine. So, um, as you're like working really hard at holding this in, you have closed your eyes to focus on it, but you end up bumping into the front desk. Not going to give you a choice here. Basically, the elf picks their head up and they look at, they give you a strange look. They look at you. Um, can I, can I help you? Um, yeah, I was, um. Sorry, just getting in and out of the damp and the cold, and um, I I just wanted to, you know, step in for a moment and uh, kind of see what this place is. It, it, it seemed like it was part of the shopping district, and I guess maybe I'm a little bit lost. Um, yes, I think you are quite, quite lost. This, there's no really, no shopping around here. These, these buildings have been boarded up for a while. I just kind of make sure that vagrants and people don't, kind of come in this is the only way into this group of buildings and i'm i'm here from the property owner who's, who's got plans um oh you're so you're like security in a manner of speaking yes oh. and and your name is uh I, i'm terrence terrence do you have a last name terrence? yeah well cattleman thinks you know normally everybody isn't so proper in asking full names terrence cattleman hmm very very interesting to meet you terrence um well, do you have any business here, or did you just perchance walk into the incorrect door? Well, um, I, I guess that, um, um, might ask your name. Oh, my name is Kaya. Kaya? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and, and Kaya is, like, you're, you're not quite sure their gender. Um, they're, they're striking, visually striking. The high ears of an elf, the high cheekbones, beautiful skin, like glorious uh, dark hair kind of pulled back uh, longer into, into a low ponytail going down their back. Just slender, like piano player looking hands. Um, these bright blue eyes. Okay. Well, very nice to meet you. Um, so you run kind of the security here? Uh, in a manner of speaking, yes. Okay. Uh, sure. So do you get people's comings and goings? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, you haven't heard the name Rimrim by chance, have you? 
Uh, no, I'm not familiar with that name. Hmm, interesting. Okay. Well, um, well, my business was kind of just to um, to actually speak with this Rim Rim character, and um, I, I guess if there's uh, what, what what is in the rest of this building though, and then. And... Well, these are these are old storage um, storage facilities used by some of the um, Coster companies. Oh. Um, I think this was a former Coster company that saw hard times and they had to shut down and sold the property, I believe. And I'm here at the behest of the business owner, just the who property owns, owner. Who owns the business? Um, their name is Alora. Alora. Okay. Alora. That's all I know. Alora. And you don't know what they're planning to do with these storage facilities. I just get paid to, to stay here and make sure people don't come in. Oh, well then. Too much further than they are now. I, I basically say thank you for showing up here. And if there's any interest in perhaps selling the property or buying the property, then, you know, I take that note and I pass it on. But Would they would they possibly lease in the future? Do you know if there's... It's, it's always possible. The right amount of money, I suppose. Anything could happen. Um, could I set up a meeting to take a tour of the facility by chance? Um... Could certainly try. I don't know what their availability is, but I can pass along your contact information to Laura, and they will get in touch with you. Okay. Well, um, if you would like to write down my name, um, Terence Cattleman, mm-hmm. um, I would actually. I'm looking at different properties, and this seems kind of like the price point. I, I don't have the money to purchase said facility, but I might possibly look into leasing um, a facility like this. You wouldn't have the ability to give me a quick tour, would you? Unfortunately, I cannot. That is um, unfortunate. Um, what I can do is let you go down the hallway and look, um, but there's really not much down there. I would like to do an insight uh-huh. on um, this person and try to learn what the uh, creature is intending to do for a long period of time. Okay. Kind of see where, almost if this is Truly, they're just watching this, or if they, they, they're here for other purposes, maybe comings and goings. Okay. okay. Um, so that would be three, mm-hmm. three AP. So you gaze into the mind of a nearby creature, discovering a prominent intention. Choose one effect each time you cast the spell. So you learn something the creature uh, you wanted to do, they learn, they intend to accomplish over a long period of time? Yeah, kind of like the actual, what they told me their job was, uh-huh. and seeing if their job is that or they are actually so looking the to. The way this ability works, it doesn't let you choose. It says discovering a prominent intention. So that would be okay. something like that's in their head that they're intending to do. So what I'll let you do is you will learn something um, but I'm gonna have you roll a six to determine which thing you learn. Oh, baby. So roll a six and let me know which one you get. Three. Three. Okay. Killing it. So you kind of lock eyes with Kaya and you almost project yourself into their head. And once you kind of get in there and you can kind of it's like a first-person shooter game where you can see like your body, but mm-hmm. it's still kind of like that peripheral view. It's not a full, like from their eyes, like you are yourself looking kind of throughout there. And you see them, they have been 
at a library. They're sitting in a library and they're just pouring over books. And they're like genealogy books. They're actively trying to find out their lineage. Their own personal lineage. Their own personal lineage. Okay. And they've got like just tomes of books. They've got, you know, stuff going back to um, the different elf families. They've even looked into like fey families, um, like stuff of the Feywild. They're looking in all of these areas. Okay. Um, so their their intention is trying to find. When I'm looking at these books, am I seeing specific names of where they're like trying to link two separate names together? And if if I would know possibly, would those names be? Yeah, from you the can same see area? like you can see like trends, like how they've kind of put things together, um, but it it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to you being human. It's elf families that you really haven't really heard of. Okay. And some of them are so old that they predate you by thousands of years. Okay, so no name would stand out to me no. whatsoever. Nope. Okay. Um, and not only names, but location-wise, would they all be like centralized in the same area or does it go it's everywhere? Like, everywhere i mean it's there's the feywild there's um feyrune it's yeah can i get an idea of how old this particular elf is um it's really hard to say just from looking at them they could be yeah they could be 100 they could be 400 you're not quite sure you would you would probably bargain on the lower end of the age scale like maybe somewhere between 100 and 200. You recede back kind of into your body and they're not aware. It's as if time paused. So they don't know that you were in their head. Okay. Um, I give them a slight head nod and um, say, I, I would like to, you know, just check down the hallway. Sure. Kind of, do you know if the building is structurally sound? If there's... Uh, I haven't explored too much of it, but... From what I can tell, the immediate area here is safe, but there are areas that I wouldn't walk under. But oh. you're not gonna go into any of those areas. So literally, I'm gonna let you go down this hallway right here and look down the hallway. Okay. And, and they get up and they kind of like escort you down and you, you go down and kind of down the hallway and you see a couple of doors on either side and a brick wall at the very end. And they're like, so that's, that's what I can show you here? But if you would like to see more, you will have to make a formal appointment with Lord. Okay. And they're standing right behind me as if to escort me through that hallway? Yep. Um, as we're going down the hallway, and um, you said it splits off. It uh, doesn't split. It's just a straight. So you're going down the hallway to the right, and oh, yeah. then it's like an L shape, and then it turns to the left. Okay. And down that hallway, there are four doors, two on each side, and it terminates into a brick wall. Or a stone wall. All right. As um, we're walking back after what I had just seen, and we are walking back towards that area, I'm going to like kind of look. She'd be walking, he, them would be walk, walking in front of me um, mm -hmm. now. Yeah. Escorting me. Yep. And I'm going to conjure an illusionary, uh, illusionary creature. Okay. Um, 
And so which what are you what are you gonna use? Um, loose, uh, illusory creature. Yep. Okay. And have them have it be a human creature closer down to where the four doors are, mm-hmm. and have them go open, like go to open a door. Okay. Quick and abrupt. Um, wanting them to be heard. Okay, so you're walking this way, like back out the hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kaya is in front of you, kind of to the right, and you're behind Kaya to the left. Mm-hmm. And you conjure this, and you like yeah, one of the doorknobs. They're, they're going to a doorknob. Yeah, one of the doorknobs starts rolling, and Kaya turns around and, and sees I, it. I just I look back, and I'm just like, "What? You okay? Who 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 are you? What are you doing down there? How did you get in here?" And the humanoid goes, "Does that doorknob move? And does it open?" No. And without a response, it goes towards one of the other ones and starts turning the doorknob as well. Kaya like pushes you aside and walks like right up to this thing Mm -hmm. and says, yes, so I really need you to stop doing this. Um, You're not allowed back here. I don't know how you got in here. Could you please tell me your name? And it doesn't respond other than going to reach for another doorknob. They, Kaya finally goes, okay, you aren't listening. Then here's what we're going to do. And they reach down and they feel, they grab the wrist. Mm Mm-hmm. And they hold the wrist back, and they very strongly. I'll roll for it. Okay. Uh, I believe that's going to be a success. Yes. Um, so they go grab this thing's arm and pull it back, and kind of twist it back behind their arm, and with the left hand hold that wrist, kind of pinning the arm up, chicken wing style, and with the right arm on the shoulder, and they start pushing them back up the hallway toward you and out. Um, as as they're doing this, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to have the illusion say, um, I'm just trying to find shelter. I'm just trying to find a place to sleep. Please, please, please. I'm just, I'm just a lonely beggar. And they're like, I, I appreciate what you're trying to do. Um, unfortunately, you cannot stay here. This is private property. Go across the street to the Spicy Icy. Tell them Kaya sent you and they will give you a small bit of food and something to drink. Um, as she's dealing as they're dealing with this creature, I'm going to look back behind the desk. Mm-hmm. Um, do I see anything or read anything, or any pieces of paper? There's that... a book um, that, this, it's just like a fiction something, nothing of any importance, it's just fiction. It's like a storybook. Is there anything else that would look like a journal, anything handwritten uh, notes or? There is a pad of paper with your name written on it, or a piece of paper with your name written on it. Kind of describes what you look like and that you were in like the notes of your conversation that that you wanted to meet now on this pad does it look like there's pages flipped on the opposite side no it's a stack of of paper and this is the top piece it's the top piece so there would be nothing that i would gain you know gather that would be of information written underneath of it uh roll let's do it this way 20. (laughs) yeah no 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 roll oh oh, yes yes roll a d20 19. Okay, so that's a success. So um, you do see kind of that that top piece of paper is not perfectly straight on the pile. And under it, you do see a note that says, Remrem will return. And that's all you can see by looking at it. You'd have to go move it to see anymore. Um, I'm going to 
try to with the illusionary person while she's telling him to go to the spicy icy mm-hmm. um he, he's he's going to look up at her frantic and be like please 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 do you have do you have any any money i know that you're you're being very gracious of doing this but is there any i i, I will even do a chore i'll do a task i'll do anything there is to get a little bit of money to um unfortunately i i there's no work for you here um but and they like Kaya reaches down kind of into their cloak and they're looking for something and they they're jingling around and they give they give this this thing a, a coin as he's ranting and she kind of or they're trying to go through yeah. their pockets i'm going to try to slide the paper uh-huh. reach across and slide the paper sure. to get any of the other notes yeah i'll say it um it says um rem rem will return in a few days gone to the Bobolak farm. Would I reading that and and while she's still dealing with that, I'm gonna move the paper back mm-hmm. to where it was. That so would be And you would know who the Bobolaks are. They're a, a wealthy family that live just outside of Suzale. They've come into some question one of their sons was um, deemed to be a traitor and he was uh, a knight of the purple dragon, deemed to be a deserter, not a traitor, but a deserter, had been brought to the lockup, which is like the big jail here in town, and somehow managed to either break out or get out. So you're you're well aware of who the Bobaleks are. And with that information, I'm going to step out um, with them into the street, and as she hands him like whatever coin she's handing him, I'm going to, you know, be like, hey, hey, hey. I'll, I'll take him to the spicy icy. I know that we've been, you know, taking up. A, he's been taking up your time. I don't know where he came from. I didn't see him even come past me. But I'm going to. Uh, I'll escort him to the spicy icy for you. And let's, you know, just get him out of here. I know that I've been in your way. If you could please just get the note um, that I was wanting to look and lease the place, mm-hmm. that'd be excellent. And thank you for your help. Mm-hmm. That's that's and they're kind of all the things going on. They seem a little anxious from having to deal with so many things at once, and by so many things I mean two things. Do you um, want me to grab you? I know you have to stay at your post. Do you want me to grab you something from the spicy icy? Oh no, I've already had I've already had one this morning. But thank you. And and with that, they like take the coin and they put it in this illusion's hand, okay. um, and like fold it up and say, take take care of yourself, please. Go find something to eat and. Again, like you can go to the spicy icy and they will give you something for free, but then use this to like maybe find a place to stay or something. Thank but, you. But thank please you. take care of yourself. Um, I'll walk into the spicy icy. You've been very gracious. And I'm going to start walking the individual back towards the spicy icy. Yeah. And have him slide me whatever coin that she gave him. Mm-hmm. And when I know that she's closed the door, I'm going to kind of position myself away to where if she looks back through the window, the um, the illusion that I conjured then goes walking off the opposite direction. So there is no window to where you just came from with Kaya. Okay, it's there's no windows out. The only people who would see you is anyone on the potentially see you would be anyone on the street or the girl working at the spicy icy. So I'm gonna have after he gets his little icy, I'm gonna ha- tell him to kind of just walk off mm-hmm. and um, stay, you know, kind of down the street. Kind of sit there and enjoy the icy as i walk off further than them and just tell them to see if anybody comes and goes 
Okay. From there. Sure. And that's like, yeah, you can program, basically program them to do that. Not a problem. All that stuff. Okay. And as, as I'll just tell them to let me know the comings and goings mm-hmm. for the next, um, what time of day is it? It was probably morning. So it was probably like, it was 9 a.m. when you started. It's probably like 9.15 right now. Okay. I'm going to have them watch for about the next eight hours, comings and goings in there. Mm-hmm. And if anybody in the next eight hours comes in and out, kind of give me a description of that. As I'm over, I've gone down further to like a little, you know, tavernous spot and mm-hmm. just ordering a bowl of soup and using the actual money that she gave him to mm-hmm. um, order myself some food. Okay. Um, so yeah, like there's another place to eat just up the street. Um, it's, it's not that far. Uh, you could be back. I'll just call it the agency. Um, you could be back to the location of the agency within like a couple of minutes. Okay. You could be back there very quick. Roll 20. One. Okay. Um, so that's a fail. And you're going to get a severe setback. You begin choking on this soup. For some strange reason, maybe it's because you used the money intended for a person down on their luck. <laughs> Whatever the gods may have have deemed inappropriate on that. Um, you begin to choke and it was like chicken soup and like chicken noodle soup and there was a chunk of chicken that you weren't expecting and when you went to slurp it off when you like kind of aspirated a little bit and like you begin panicking like you're choking you're holding your neck and someone comes up to you and pops you the Heimlich and in doing so they break two of your ribs oh and effectively it makes it really difficult for you to breathe now so you're gonna lose two HP okay but now, what I'm going to say is your overall speed is halved. Oh, no. Oh, dear. For the next, probably the next week. Oh, wow. I'll say that your speed is halved because every time you go to take a breath, it just hurts. Okay. That sucks. I'm going to look down at the piece of chicken that I coughed up. Yeah. Is there bone in the chicken? Or yeah. Or is it just... Yep. I'm gonna look kind of mad, red-faced, and look at the person, one of the people working there, and be like, "This was was in here. I mean, it's a big chunk to be in here. How could you have missed this?" I just normally we go through everything, but I don't know. It just must have. Uh, normally we check for bones, like when we cook fish, we de we take all the, the the bones out. We take bones out of everything, unless it's specifically requested to leave it bone in. Like in our, our turkey legs or our chicken legs, like those are bone in. Um, but normally we remove the bones out of everything. I really do not know. I'm so sorry. This is this is on us. You know, is there is there anything anything we can do to make this right? Um. Aside from paying for your meal and your drinks. Um. I would say. I would take. Uh, not a bowl of that soup again, not from the same batch. Um, but I would like to go ahead and get two bowls of that soup and I'm going to take them to go if that would. Oh, oh, sure. Absolutely. And, and I'll come out here and I will go through it with like 
utensils so that you can see there are no bones in it. And they're like, I'll be right back. And they quickly turn and, and run into the back. Come How back. far is the travel to that farm from here? It'd probably be like an hour. Okay. On horseback. Okay. Uh, Even in your state, it'd be about an hour. And how how easy is it just going to be direct, like, burnt doors? Pretty easy. Okay. Um, yeah, um, I'll wait for them to bring back the soup. And and, and, and can I can I uh, get a loaf of bread from you? Absolutely. And they run in the back and grab the nice loaf of, like, a, like a, what appears to be, like, a honey oat, like, wheat bread, round. Are you the manager of this establishment? Um, I am the owner, yes. I, I do appreciate your um, willingness to take care of a poor situation. And I'm, I'm not going to start telling everybody in town that this happened to me, I promise. In fact, I'll give good reviews on your hospitality. Oh. You don't, nobody needs any of that. Thank you. Oh, gosh. Thank you so much. Um, I, again, I apologize profusely. I cannot tell you that this is I, I can say this has never happened again or never happened before and it, it will never happen again and please if if whenever you need anything just come back in and we will figure something out like discounts on your food and drink and you know if there's any way we can help you if you're looking for a job or you know whatever we can we can I mean I, I would maybe maybe we can talk about that in the future maybe Maybe one night you can help me, you know, if you're busy, get a get a table in a discreet spot to, you know, have a business meeting or, you know, we, we can work something out. Yes, we, we have plenty of we have plenty of those spots um, and they kind of like wildly gesture out into the room where it appears there's maybe one, but everything else is like kind of out in the open. Like we can we can set something up upstairs. We, we have options. We'll, we'll take care of you. I promise. As they give me the soup to go is it I asked for two of them is there two different separate containers I'm going to reach out my hand to shake theirs Mm -hmm. as I walk out and say thank you and grab the loaf of bread and the two containers and I'm going to walk out and hand one container or set one container next to my illusion and break off half a loaf of the bread and hand it to them as well. Didn't you want the illusion to be down closer to the... Yeah, I walked back down. Oh, okay, that way. Okay, okay. Back down that way. Sure. So that, like, if right uh, they left, they would see the same person. Right. But also seeing that they're eating. Yeah. And yeah. that they did get nourishment with that. Sure. Um, I see what you're looking at. And that's, yeah, that's fine. And where would what would you like to do now, then? Um, I was... So, first thing, I'm going to give a task to... Mm-hmm. The illusion that would still have X amount of hours. Oh, you've got plenty of time. To if you hear anything else or see anything out of the ordinary, this is where I'll be. Uh huh. And this is where I'm traveling to, mm-hmm. um, which is only an hour away. Mm-hmm. If it seems like there's a lot of comings and goings, let me know and give them that. And then I'm going to go get a horse uh-huh. and make my way to the And now, the a word from our sponsor. Visit Dragon's Haven Musical Supplies and School and get hands-on with the very best selection of drums, lutes, lyres, shawms, and pan flutes, both new and gently used. They'll get you playing with lessons and make your instruments sound the very best with expert repairs and modifications. They also rent instruments, so you'll be ready for any bardic occasion. 
Tell them the Vice and Villainy crew sent you for a 10% discount. See you soon! And we're back to Vice and Villainy. So, for the sake of not going through the nitty-gritty of a lot of things, the day kind of passes. You're able to secure a horse. You don't hear anything from the illusion about anyone coming or going. Afternoon kind of sets in by the time you've secured the horse and kind of get some things and evening, like you start to head out right around evening time, maybe around like after you eat, like maybe around 7 p.m. you end up heading out and you're on the road and you're heading toward the Bobolek farm. It's Mm -hmm. kind of, you go out the western gate of Suzale and you end up traveling like up the road and kind of out into the country and it's well-traveled. There's lots of people on the road, merchants coming and going at all hours. You don't really have to worry about bandits or, or anything of that nature. It's patrolled for the first, you know, about the first quarter of the trip. It's There's active patrols from Suzale, um, making sure that people coming in are, are safe or going out are safe. As you get close to the Bobolek farm from, from what you've gathered where it would be, um, from your intel research, a voice comes into your head. And it's the person that has set you upon this mm-hmm. quest. So the voice comes into your head of, of the person who set you upon this task. And they say, I see your efforts have not gotten you what you want yet. I can offer you a little help if you would like it. Help's always nice. It never hurts to help. Pull off up here to the north side of the road. Find a place to camp. Set up your area and go to sleep. Um, I will immediately pull off um, as if taking it very seriously and pull off immediately, tie up the horse and set up the camp. It being only that distance from the farm, do I, could I peer over a corner to see the farm or is it that far it's away? lots of woods you okay you wouldn't have any ability to see it from where you are okay um and i give the horse a nice you know four foot lead tied to the tree and make sure that it has plenty of enough to eat to know to make it through the next to the night and rest and set up camp and i do what i'm told I immediately lay down set my satchel and go to sleep all right you fall asleep quickly, peacefully, and after some time, you begin to dream. And you are basically recreating your, your route. You've left Suzale, you've gone out, you're riding on this horse, except that instead of hearing this voice and pulling off, you continue and make it to the Black farm. You ditch the horse before you get there, and you, you come stumbling in, and it's late, it's probably like nine o'clock at night, clutching your ribs, wheezing a little bit, and you, you approach the front door. Okay. So we'll start going from here. Um, before I open the door, I'm gonna take the small canister of soup and spill it onto my cloak mm-hmm. um, and have it to where it's spilling from my chest down. And then I, kind of smash the container that I was in and put it into my pouch and knock mm-hmm. on the door. After a few moments, 
gentleman comes up to the door and says, May I help you at this late hour? <coughs> my, my, my apologies. I um, was traveling um, the road and I, it's going to sound silly, but I was trying to eat my soup on my horse to get some nourishment before I made camp and the horse got spooked. I don't know what spooked it, but it threw me. And as you can see, and I was out breathe heavy, you can hear small wheeze. Um, I've got fall, I fell from the horse, landed on my suit, hurt my ribs, and just wondering if maybe somebody could help me bandage myself. I can't really wrap anything around. And as it being late and not knowing what's out there this late, you know, just seeing maybe you have a room I can buy, you know, a room tonight if I could just sleep. First off, who in their right mind attempts to eat soup on horseback? A hungry man trying to get a little nourishment before making camp. Well, <laughs> it would seem that the prudent man would have made camp and then eaten, or at least stopped and gotten off the horse and eaten. I kind of <coughs> cough and chuckle to myself and say, um, I'm not saying that everything I've done in life has been perfect. Um, this will be a notch on the belt for the imperfect, that's for sure. Well, um, unfortunately, this is not a, or rather, I should say, fortunately, this is not a tavern or a, a hostel. Um, this is a family residence, a prominent family at that, and there is nowhere to stay inside. I could probably set you up in the barn, in the stables. That would be fine. You know, I could sleep in a loft. I can sleep wherever you... That's fine. I'll, I will... You hear him kind of turn his head as if he's listening to something going on inside and he comes comes forward and where is the rest of your travel gear is it was it on the horse did the, the horse ran correct the, the horse ran um so all you have is what is on you myself this pouch i've got a little bit of bread and was that chicken soup it was it was was it at least good while you were eating it? Um, yeah, it could have been warmer if I would have stopped and heated it up at the fire, but um, it was good enough. Good enough to fill a belly. So just, it just spilled on my belly. Here's what I will do. Go to, go to the barn. My name is Simon. Terrence, Terrence Cattleman, nice to meet you. Well met, Terrence. Okay, um, yes, well met, Terrence. Um, my name is, again, my name is Simon. I am the head butler here. In the morning, come find me. I'll make sure that you have a way back into town or perhaps wherever you are going. Find you find you a way. For now, head to the head to the barn. Go find Simus. Not Simon, that is me, but find Simus. He's, okay. he's a halfling. He will set you up in there. Tell him I sent you. And he'll he'll take care of you from there. Where does he have his lodgings? Is it in the barn or is it attached to the barn? Uh, he has a room in this house, but he will be out there right now. Okay, I just don't want to bother anybody no, else. He will, he will be tending to the animals before the morning. Um, Do I hear many voices in the house right now? Well, roll for it. Let's see what you hear. A good old roll. I'm going to hear everything. 18. So you hear, you hear a mixture of voices. You hear some... What you know would be female voices, some male voices. 
you hear various discussions kind of going on all at once. Roll a six. Three. The one you focus in on is discussing someone named Tien. Tien? T-I-E-N, Tien. And you know that is the son who was labeled a deserter and has gone missing. Do they speak to them as if the person's in the room? No, they're speaking about Tien. Do they seem... What's the infliction in their voice speaking of? The So they are... They're worried. There's worry. There's concern. There's love. But they're also angry. It's like all the things. They, they don't know where their child is. Um, and these things have been hurled on this formerly like upstanding citizen. A knight. How many voices do I think that I hear? Uh, you think you hear four distinct voices. Two female, two male. Okay. Any of them, do they all sound like they would be human or as close to humanoid? I'm not picking they're all, up. They're all humanoid. It's not, not like, up, like There's like not a goblin or a... Or Goliath. No. Like a no. dude voice. No, 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 no. Mm. They're, they're, they're humanoid. I'm going to kind of look the uh, butler up and down and see well-dressed. Yes. Um, like from a wealthy, wealthy family or just... Yes. Okay. Um, I'm just going to kind of nod my head at him and just say graciously, I, I, I thank you, I thank you. Um, are there blankets by chance in the barn? Simus will take care of you. A horse blanket isn't that bad. It's thick. I think I can take that. And I'm going to go walk towards the barn. Yep. Um, and how many buildings? There's a main house, barn. There's a main house. There is, and it's large. There's the barn. There's like what would be probably an outdoor kitchen, like a separate one. Gotcha. There is a another couple of small buildings. You're not quite sure what they're for. But yeah, you head you head to the barn. There's a, there's a stable as well, a separate stable, and you, you head to the barn and. You go inside, and inside, it's you know, it's it's very well maintained. It's the cleanest barn you've probably ever seen. There's a range of animals in there. There's an aurochs. There's regular horses. There's cows, and like there's chickens, and it's you know, it's a functional. They're not riding horses in there. They're like work horses in there. It's a it's a functional barn, and kind of. As you're looking around, a halfling approaches you, walks up. Um, is there something I can help you with? Are you, are you Simus? Uh, that I am, and you would be... Uh, my name's Terrence, Ter- Terrence Cattleman. Um, Simon, actually, uh, had me come out here to find you. I know it is the late hour, I apologize, but as you can see, I'm a little worse for wear. And my, my horse threw me, and I happened to, you know, spill my soup and crack some ribs and breathe heavy and has a wheezing and he said that i could take some lodging in here um, oh absolutely it sounds like you've had a quite the rough night and if simon has sent you then okay we'll we'll set you up and he starts he does he just turns and he walks off and he looks over his shoulder and he says come with me uh, and he leads you back to an, an open stall area and there's actually a cot already set up in it okay. blanket pillow and it's you know it's ready to go it's like you are more than welcome to sleep here there's there's water over here and he shows you where you can like there's like a a small cistern that that you can drink out of feel free to 
go outside to use the go to the bathroom unfortunately there's no way to wash up out here i suppose you could transfer some water to a bucket and wash that way if you needed to oh that would be fine um if you would give me your cloak i will pass it to simon it will be clean for you in the morning that's very kind and i, I pull off my cloak and um start kind of folding it up as i would um yeah in a very like bundled uh-huh. and hand it down towards him and I pull out of the cloak right before that piece of that little piece of bread yeah and pull it out and be like oh i didn't lose all my dinner and walk over towards the cot mm-hmm. and i know it is late hour but would you like to and i have to roll out some tobacco unfortunately as much as i do love a smoke i cannot i there's a big hunt in the morning and i have to finish getting things straightened out why don't you um why don't you just relax and you get to go hunting in the morning no i don't get to go hunting in the morning the master of the house and his friends get to go hunting in the morning oh delightful i get to get everything prepped because that is my job i'm still going to be awake for a little while do you need help in your condition, I don't think there is much help that you could give. <clears throat> he laughs. And Terrence laughs for a second and as he swallows a piece of bread. I, uh, and I, I set the rest of the loaf down closer to the pillow and I just start rolling uh, some tobacco. Um, he's like, we've, uh, let me, let me get you something to eat. I'll have, I'll have, I'll have someone bring something out to you um, more than just this bread. Very gracious. If you spilled most of your soup, then the least I can do if I cannot entertain you is is help you. And he's like, I'll be, I'll, I'll send someone out. You'll be right back. Short while later, after you've smoked a little bit, two women come out, and one of them is very obviously a not a handmaid, but like a kitchen, you know, someone from the kitchen, and she's carrying basically like a charcuterie Mm -hmm. it's some cured meats and some cheese no bread because they were told that you had some and like a mug of ale awesome and they sit down and the other woman with them is elfish in appearance looks looks very young for an elf kind of slightly disheveled constantly looking around like like they're in their own head thinking but looking around while they're doing it and she kind of comes up and they they one one kitchen person sits the food down it's like if there's anything else you need please do not hesitate to ask sinus um i ask that uh just leave this here tonight and in the morning we'll fetch it and don't don't worry about trying to bring it back to the house i'll make sure that it's rinsed and Um, taken care of and uh yeah, I, I hope that you heal well. If you would like, we have um, a friend here that 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 might be able to help with taking care of some things for you, maybe making you more comfortable or seeing what they can do healing wise. Very gracious. They are what, talented in the the healing arts. What is what is your name? Who are you asking? The lady handed me the cheese. Oh, my name is Amy. Amy. Thank you, Amy. That is very kind. And your name? And I look towards the elf. Uh, my name is Remrem. Hello, Remrem. Thank you f- so very kindly. Um, and she said that you could maybe help me bandage a little bit. I know there's not a lot you can do for ribs, but and I lift up my wool shirt, show her where there's bruising. Yeah. But I've got quite the cracked ribs. Yeah. And oh wow, that's uh, ooh, that 
that really must have hurt. Um, and that, that's from falling off a horse? Well, I felt... Just a horse? Down the horse. And was it a big horse? A, a normal horse. Um, but I fell onto my um, canister of soup, which had a, a little wooden nozzle. And Oh, it, no. It you spilled your soup. All over me. That's why I don't have my cloak. Oh, dear me. That's just... That's just the worst. <sighs> no wonder. Well, let me see what I can do here. And she kind of looks at you and kind of looks around. And you're holding your shirt up, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she's kind of like gently like prodding it every once in a while. And she goes, well, I can I can definitely bandage it. Um, if you give me a minute, I, I might be able to use a little magic to help heal it if you're okay with that. Oh, I mean, I haven't ha been in the presence of somebody using magic for, you know, a few months now. That sounds, uh, honestly, anything that would help it. And yeah, I hear, hear a little wheeze as I breathe in heavily. Okay, and she kind of closes her eyes and you hear her start to say some words and you know she's casting. And you feel a warmth within you arise and quickly leave your body and the pain in your ribs is gone okay you still have the bruising mm -hmm. but it, it 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 doesn't hurt anymore and Just as i breathe in the wheezing's gone gone completely gone. I'll, I'll do it like three times hard mm -hmm. breathing in and out um almost in shock and all um you said your name's Rin Rin? rem rem that's rem. That's, that's me rem 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 oh my gosh um do you live here um, it's funny enough, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm visiting a friend who, who happens to work here, and, um, you know, Amy told me that Simus came in, who had been told by Simon that someone was out in the barn and they needed help because they had fallen off their horse and spilled their soup, and, I mean, oh, we just can't have people spilling soup and falling off horses and not being looked at, so. <laughs> I start pulling my shirt back down and nod towards her and be like, so you get to be part of the great hunt tomorrow, huh? Hmm. No, I have places to go tomorrow. Um, besides, I'm not one for hunting. That's 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 what this family does. That's not what I do. I'm not a part of the family. Where do you head out tomorrow? Um, I've got a couple of appointments to, to make, uh, some places to go here and there, but, you know, uh, in a couple days I'll be going back to Suzale. Um, in a couple days? Mm-hmm. I... I I don't want to overstretch, but do you mind giving me a ride into Suzelle when you go? Oh, that's that that shouldn't be a problem. Um, didn't you say you were? I heard you were on your way out of town. Where? No, where? I was on my way back into town. You were on your way back. Oh, oh yes, okay. I made a quick delivery of some goods and oh. some small wares, and okay, made some a little bit of pocket change, and made you know purchase some soup on the road from a, a, a market that I found, and just. Make a deception. Uh, effectively roll. This is a deception roll. So roll a d20. Hmm. What is it? An 11. That's a success. I know. So you make it. Cool. So it's just like your, your story is believable. It's right on the cusp. But yeah, she's 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 going along with you. Oh, so your horse did it? Did it run off? What happened to your cart? Did it? Did it? Like, did you have a cart? How are you transporting I, everything? I transported it in the cart, but then gave them the cart that was part of the purchase, mm. so they could take the, all the wares with them. And I came back a little unencumbered. Ah, I see. And, okay. Well, um, yeah, I, I should be able to give you a ride back in town. Um, let's let's just find. 
Okay, so I am a friend of the family, by proxy, and I can probably help get you to stay here. You'll probably still have to stay out here in the barn, but we can probably make it for a few days. And I look up at the board be and say, stayed in way worse places. Um, but while Simus and, and Amy's left at this point, and Simus is off doing stuff, she's like, do you, I'm bored. Is there anything you'd like to like the dude you want to walk around now that you're feeling better i, I can show you the the farm and the, the property or we can sit here and talk i'm just uh, i've been listening to people all day and it's i feel like talking well um let me gather um a smoked would you would you like one? Oh I'm, no thank you I, I don't do that okay well i will uh i'm gonna go ahead and roll these two and i will um yeah let's take a let's take a walk i'd love to see the farm i've heard of it before but never had the um I guess reason or opportunity to even come this way. Oh yeah, so um and you, you leave the barn, you start walking around and it's the moon is out and it's bright. And you you begin to walk around the property. There's a you know, obviously the house that you've seen, the, the manor house, there's the barn, the stable, like that exterior kitchen. There is what appears to be a meat curing building. Um, where they where they've got several things hanging in there what looks to be some boar some ham some sort of beef hanging like dry aging almost a little bit further down you continue to walk and you, you see the pond and there's like a, a building kind of off a little jettison out into the pond and you're guessing they keep a boat or like a rowboat or mm -hmm. some supplies in there for enjoying the water and that's kind of you're, you're kind of hugging the, the shore there's a path that kind of follows and you're kind of hugging that shore right now with her and she's she's just talking about how you know the family's been dealing with this whole situation with their son tn and how you know they do not know his whereabouts no it's they do they have no idea and everyone's worried and his father's upset because there's no way his son would be a deserter and you know they've they've brought in their friend who's a psychic to try to help locate him oh wow they just see i've been worried about my lost horse and i, I couldn't imagine being a son lost. do you have children of your own i do not but oh. i mean I, I i couldn't imagine if i feel this way about my horse running into the dark yeah i couldn't imagine a son a knight at that yeah yeah labeled a deserter it's it's tragic. Well, what do you know about the, his story? How was he labeled a deserter? Um, apparently, and I don't know everything, but he was caught trying to get into Sembia. For reference, Sembia is the country to the east of Cormir, and they typically are at odds with each other. Mm -hmm. Sembia sends spies into Cormir, Cormir sends spies into Sembia. He was he was picked up on the on the border trying to trying to get into Sembia. And when that happened, they initially took him to Erling Star, the prison up there held him there, and then transported him to the lockup uh, for questioning. I think um, some of the the war mages wanted to to find out, and I think they even brought in Vaynerance to to talk to him. And then a few days later, he was gone. Hmm. And they said that their son is a he's a good kid, right? Oh, he was he was he's excellent. I've known I've, I haven't known him, but from my friend who has known him said he's he's a very nice person. Yeah. Very disturbing. Um do are they so they have a hunt tomorrow, but they're not out searching for their son? I think they've already 
I'm not exactly their resources, sure. maybe. They've, they've, they've done what they could, but there's not much more they can do. And with the government looking for them and him and, you know. Oh, they got to keep. Uh, I think they're just trying to keep yeah. a lower profile and not raise attention. And it's it's complicated. You know, I've offered to try to help with what I can. I've, I've got some magical arts of my own, as, as you can see. And yeah. I haven't been able to find anything, you know, the, the people I work with, they, they've got some skills too, but they haven't been able to, you know, exactly track down where he's at. Is a psychic giving you anything? Um, not really. She says she's, she's, she's felt him and that he's scared and that he's holed up in a, in a house that's, uh, very well stocked with food. Somewhere oh. in Suzale, I think, but it's, she's a psychic. I don't know how much she really knows. Yeah, I mean, I mean I they, they, she might just be telling her things to to make her feel good. I don't know. It's, it's. Uh, hmm. Do you get a a suspicion on the psychic that she's in it for the money, not for the story? Hmm. No, I think she generally wants to help. She seems like a really good person. But yeah, like I don't, I don't know. My, uh, I've had to take a few days off work to come out here. And what do you do? Oh, uh, we. It's, it's almost like. How can I put this? And she stops for a second. Sorry, Alex. That's a two. So that is a failure. And she says, I effectively work, uh, I, I kind of run like a group of investigators. Um, we, we look into some strange and funny things. Strange and funny how? Like, you know. Like this kid missing? Yeah. And we haven't started on this one yet, but uh, what have you done recently? This sounds interesting. Um, I don't really know if I should talk about it. That's fine. I mean, I'm, I will give you the psychological parachute to share what you will. Roll a 20. 18. 18? Okay. Um, roll, uh, roll a 6. A 3. That's 3 three. That's 3 and 3. Okay. So, she says, well... There was uh, a haunting we looked into, um, some sort of spiritual thing, like inhabiting some people's house. And we, we looked into that, we figured out what was going on with that, and it was the, the husband was beating his wife, and, and, oh and something in the house had come to like, protect her and the children and, and try to push him away. And it didn't seem that way, so we, we figured that one out, and, and we'd look into things like that. That's, that's the, the gist of what we do. How are you compensated for such work? Uh, we get we get we get paid. We we show up to work and money is there. Who do you work for then? Is it the government? Um, I think so. You I'm, think so? I'm not exactly sure. And he tries to hand her a piece of meat and cheese. And she takes the cheese. Okay. Do you have any more of that bread? So he pulls out, and he's only taken that one little piece that he's broken off. And he says, mm -hmm. "As much as you want." And she just tears off a little bit, and she puts it in her mouth and starts eating it and she's like yeah it's uh, I, I really don't know I was I was I was asked to come in and take care of a few things and um, you know this this uh, was kind of a weird meeting and someone named Kaya was there and I don't really remember what the person looked like which is kind of weird uh, I, I kind of think they were playing with my memory but I'm not exactly sure and it makes me really anxious because I can't remember who they are is it, are but, you typically anxious? Um, some would call me high strung. 
Um, someone call me attentive. I just, I like what I like, and I like order, and I like structure, and I like following the rules. And I probably shouldn't be telling you any of this right now, but... <sighs> well, at, at, at ease, it's... You know, I'm, I'm a merchant. It, it's, it's not like... You haven't told me anything that I could do anything with. I can dwell on your stories for mine. My story is the biggest thing that I've had happen in years is soup. So where... You, you, you're from Suzale? Yeah. And who, which coster company do you work for then? Um, anyone that will charter me. I will take things in and out. So um, you're like an independent contractor? Kind of. I, I have made over the years, and as you can see, I'm a little bit um, worn in the past you know, 28 to, I'd say, 32 years. Um, people just contact me and say if I'll take small wares, deliveries, um, just because I'm, I, I don't typically like Large groups, I'll travel in smalls, but, um, and I, I like coming out to the countryside. Do so. you, have you ever worked with the, the Seven Sons? I do not believe so, but, but I have friends that give me stuff and I pick stuff up and then okay. take it for them. Well, if you ever do work with them, let me know. That the Seven would... Sons, why, why would that interest you? Oh, just a hunch. Might huh. need Might need some information on someone, you never know. I like to get information on people. Well, I mean, I know that since I am trusted in multiple circles that I can... So where in Suzale do you live? Um, over the east side. Um, it's one of the lower brooks. It's, you know, live, live. I stay at friends' quarters from time to time. I'll purchase residence. But as far as a permanent dwelling, kind of in between. Make another d20 roll. <laughs> Come on, baby. That would be another nine. Okay. So that's a tough choice. So you're succeeding in, in, in BSing her on mm -hmm. this. However, I'm going to give you two options in which you choose one. Okay. One of the options is you actually tell the truth obscured in a lie and give away where you live specifically. Or you basically give her a place that you do. Okay, so let's start here. Do you actually have a house in Suzale? I do not have a permanent residence. You in do Suzelle. not. Okay. So you either you either give up a, a place where you stay, mm -hmm. like specifically, like you could find me here from time to time, mm -hmm. or you're going to give her a a place you frequent, like a place to eat, like a tavern you like to go to, or a place you like to get drinks, or you know, if there's you know one of the one of the places you like to catch shows, something like that, a place that you you frequent. Um, so one or the other. And I'm going to say, well, I mean, permanent residence, no, but more permanent of a residence. I can get, pick up my mail and um, uh, the skilled flagon is probably where I've stayed at the most. And I'm there two weeks out of the month if I'm not traveling. Oh, this, you said the scale flagon? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I haven't been there yet. We've talked about it. It's a, it's a good spot. Is it a good place to get lunch? Yeah. Do they have donuts? I don't. They don't normally have donuts, but they do have pastries of other sorts. Interesting. And is that on the, where in town is that? On the east side. On the east side, huh? That's strange. We've like, frequented they, most of the places on the east side. Um, down by East Brook? Hmm. We'll have to take a look at that. Um, while I do stay at the, the scaled flag, and I, I, I can tell you that 
most of my meetings, since it's a more central location, is the the Bindles Club. They they have excellent food. Um, they are the uh, the proprietor of the place is 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 very nice, very nice man. Oh. And um, typically, if I need to, even with short notice on a busy day, can get a reservation quickly. That's interesting. I didn't know they had food. I just thought it was a club. No, I thought you had to be a member to join. Oh, oh well, we're gonna try that out as soon as I can. Well, um, maybe I'll see you there. I, I will, we'd be happy to meet you there. I, I, I will definitely buy you a meal for your kindness. You healed me up and breathes into the night sky and says, I'm going to get better sleep. That's for sure. I'm not worried of rolling in the cot and choking on my own, my own lungs. No, that would, oh, no, dude, we don't want that to happen. Um, would you like me to give you a little something to help you sleep? Uh, that would be pleasant. Oh, I can do that. Okay. Well, let's head back, and I can I can weave a little magic and let you heal overnight while you sleep. Does that sound good? It is getting late. It's I think it's past. Oh gosh, it's probably almost midnight at this point. I'll look up at the um, sky. It's it's not by the way. It's not even close. It's like ten o'clock. I just look up at the sky and say, um, it is late, and I am worse for wear. So that would be very pleasant. Um, and. May I ask, escort you back to the barn, which I never thought I would say to somebody. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's fine. You go get ready. Uh, I'll stand over here. You just holler, and I'll come in, and we'll we'll make it. If there's any preparations you need to do before bed, I don't know exactly what you do, um, but I won't I won't watch you do it because that would be impolite. Oh no 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 no. That's um, I'm a modest man of modest means, um, but yes, and I'll walk into the barn um, and open up the stall door where um, I was staying. Um, he is going to undress, but underneath his shirt, he is going to have like a lighter shirt on. Um, and he is going to have some undergarment and he's going to grab the plate that Amy had brought in earlier and finish the last bites of food and go over with a little bit of a pail of water and, and rinse it, mm -hmm. you know, the best that I can and fling it off in outside the little window, shutting the barn, um, window and laying down down in bed and covering up to my clavicle with the the blanket that I was given and and just say hey um, I'm very decent um, if you would like to come in oh oh absolutely um, okay um, so lay down and I'm just gonna touch your forehead and we'll we'll send you to a, a, a blissful place of a delightful dream it's, that sounds fantastic good night and thank you you're welcome and as you close your eyes and lay down. She puts her hand on your head and she begins to cast something. That's where you fall asleep. You begin to have a dream. Good night, Rem Within Rem. your dream. For Remrem, Rem, when she puts her hand on your head and begins to cast this spell, it doesn't work. And it doesn't work because you are already in a dream. And with that, she wakes up, <gasps> out of bed, up, heart just racing.
Thanks for listening. This is Corey. You can find me on Twitter at dndiapers underscore.